0: Welcome back to another episode of the Mr. McDolphin podcast where we like to talk about none other than our Miami Dolphins. The Mr. McDolphin podcast is part of the NFL East podcast network. Enjoy the show. Let's get to it. everybody to another episode of mr mcdolphin podcast the mr mcdolphin podcast is part of the nfl east podcast network make sure to follow the nfl east podcast on podbean you can also find the podcast on spotify amazon music google music or wherever you get your podcast i'm mr mcdolphin you can follow me on instagram or twitter at mr mcdolphin 73 make sure to catch every episode of the NFL East podcast on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. You can watch every episode of the podcast on YouTube. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Join our NFL East Facebook group, and make sure to follow the NFL East on Twitter at NFL. Once again, I'm Mr. McDolphin. Um, What we're going to do... Tonight is I kind of want to just go through some takeaways that I have from the Dolphins-Bills Week 15 game. I'm going to kind of give out give out some grades on each unit. Um, first off, uh, this was a good game. Um, it was nice to see the Dolphins hang in there and compete against a playoff caliber team, unlike they did the previous two weeks. So that was really good to see. Um, First off, let's start with Tua. I would have to give Tua an A. He played really good. He went 17 for 30, 234 yards, and two touchdowns. This was kind of a bounce-back game for Tua. He really struggled the last two games. And, you know, frankly, I was getting nervous. <laughs> um, but uh, he kind of showed um, showed me and I, I think showed everybody that, you know, he was just off a little bit and he is back. And, um, you know, everybody's allowed to have a bad game. So... Uh, I just wanted to make sure that he had the ability to bounce back. Um, I think, you know, we'll get into some other reasons why I believe Tua also had a really good game as we um, get into different areas of the team. The wide receiver core, I have to give those guys um, an, an A minus. Um, they played good, though. Jalen Waddell had three receptions, 114 yards, and a touchdown. Tyreek Hill had nine receptions for 69 yards and a touchdown. There was a pretty bad um, miss by Sherfield. But um, other than that, you know, the wide receiver core stepped up and definitely belong in the A category. Another unit that I'm going to give an A to is probably the first time I can give them an A this year, and that's the offensive line. They played really good. You know, even though they had a couple dumb penalties and Tua was sacked twice. This was probably the best that we've seen this unit play all year. Another unit that I'm going to give an A plus. A plus plus, if that's possible. Is the running backs. They played great. Raheem Mostert had 17 yards for or 17 carries for 136 yards, plus one reception for 20 yards. And even Ahmed threw in there um, with six carries, 43 yards, and a touchdown. It was really good to see the running game take off um, the way it did, especially. You know, with Ra uh, Raheem Mostert, I was I've been worried about him, and um, it just it seems like he lost that punch. And um, Wilson was, you know, I was really happy that they got Wilson Jr. and and uh, I thought it was good timing because Mostert seemed to lose his step, but he proved in this game that he still has his burst. He still has the ability to, um, to get yards after contact. Um, he actually had more yards after contact than he did yards. <laughs> so pretty amazing. That means he was getting hit in the backfield, but still being able to make positive plays. Uh, the defense, I would have to give them a B, maybe even a B minus. They played okay, very up and down in this game first half was rough they started strong they started strong forcing the bills to punt but then allowed three touchdowns before halftime so the third quarter was their best the best stretch that's when they kind of pulled together together and forced the bills to punt the ball four straight times in the fourth quarter however they forced a fumble but then allowed the Bills to score twice, once with a touchdown and once with the game-winning field goal. So kind of back and forth, that third quarter is the defense that I um, want to see <laughs> consistently. They, they were tough. They played great um, that third quarter. and They started the game off strong. But, you know, I mean, Buffalo is a very good team. So um, for them to hang in there, and that's why they still get a B, you know, is because they hung in there and ultimately they gave up the, you know, the the plays, the the last couple of Bills drives that ultimately lost the game for us. But um, the defense, you know, they they did play good and they shut the Bills down for a whole quarter um coaching well coaching i'm going to have to give a c um coaching was uh was okay the dolphins came in with a great game plan that's that's and that's the only reason why they don't have a d or an f <laughs> is because of their game plan uh running the ball from the start just establishing the run and allowing the run to set up the pass That it was so good to see. And the problem is uh, that I have with coaching is if we would have had a similar game plan in the last two games, I believe we definitely would have won one of those games, maybe even both of them. So but we we have to remember that we do have a rookie coach also, and we have to allow him to to make, you know, mistakes and learn from them. So I'm okay um, with going for two points um, to put the game up, you know, seven points to go up by seven. If you get the two point conversion, I'm okay with that. Even in the third quarter, I understand that that's not typical. You would normally only do it in the, you know, sometime in the fourth quarter towards the end of the game, if you have to, but I was okay with that call. Um, we have an aggressive coach, and and that's pretty cool. Um, I, I don't mind that at all. Um, what drops this grade so much for me is the the problem is not sticking with the run on third and short. I um, during the game, I I actually tweeted. Uh, you know, I, I tweeted the first time uh, the first time they did not um, go for it was in the third quarter, and it was third and two on the Miami thirty nine, and it ultimately led to a punt. And then they did it again um, on the first possession of the fourth quarter, third and three on the Miami seventeen, and that led to a punt. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit better with the second one because they did try to run the ball on second down and for no gain, but I tweeted out during the game, you know, uh, why are they not running the ball on third and short? This is the second time this game. I tweeted that out. And then right after, um, the third time is ultimately what killed it. And, uh, I added to that tweet and said, okay, that's three times. And this could have been, um, and this could have, and this could have really mattered. And ultimately it did matter. Um, the third time was, uh, the next possession was third and one at the Buffalo 27. And it led, you know, it led to a field goal because of where we were at, why are you throwing the ball here? It makes no sense. We've already, you know, we talked about how how great of a running game that the Mostert was having. Why would you not pound him? Just, uh, you know, run the ball right here. You need one yard. Uh, if you don't get it, okay, that's fine. Why are we not running the ball Um right here and and getting that first down it makes no sense to me at all and ultimately uh, this play it it came a pivot point (laughs) in the game and ultimately I mean some people believe that the Dolphins lost the game on this play on that call to not run the ball on third and one at the Buffalo 27 and and it, it kind of makes sense. I I was I was nervous. I knew at the time, um, you know, I, I when Tua stepped back or he was in the shotgun, and I was like, why are they throwing the ball right here? Mostert has had such a great night. Why are they not running the ball? And I knew I just had a feeling at that point that this this play was going to to be to make a difference in the game, and ultimately it did. And ultimately, it could have been what lost the game for them. So that's kind of a uh, – I just wanted to run through. So my biggest problem with the game was by far the coaching. Um, you got to tip your hat to Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo had a had a good game. Um, Josh Allen in that third quarter the Miami Dolphins defense was, was after him. You know what I'm saying? They, they, uh, the defense played really good that quarter, um, uh, forced a fumble and, um, you know, at the end of the game uh to, or late in the fourth quarter, he did what great quarterbacks do and that step up, put his team on his, on his back and carried them, um, to a win. So you have to tip your hat to Buffalo, um, but we we do, so we you know we come into this game, or we leave this this game with some high hopes that, okay, we know Tua, nothing's wrong with Tua, he still has the ability to throw dimes, um nothing's wrong with Jalen Waddle, that was really big for me i was I was thinking he was out there playing hurt and and uh the last couple of games he he's really has done nothing. And he really had a bounce back game, putting up 114 yards. So knowing there's nothing wrong with Tua, nothing wrong with Jalen Waddell. I mean, for me, the, you know, just seeing the offensive line gel and really come together to have a great game the way they did in this game gives me a lot of hope moving forward. And then, of course, the running game, Um, you know, if – Hopefully, um, Coach McDaniel decides to stick with that running game uh, moving forward. It doesn't, you know, with the problems of of not running the ball on third and short multiple times in the same game kind of gives me um, the impression that he doesn't trust the running game. And um, I, I hope he leans, you know, he leans on that um, more. I believe Tua plays better when he has support from the running game. The running game opens up the pass play and uh, um, allows the receivers to get open. So, yeah, let's let's hope that uh, our coach sticks with it moving forward. Now, um, let's take a look at what's up next, and that is. Week 16, Green Bay, week 17, New England, and week 18, the Jets. Um, I don't know about you guys, but, and I think all Dolphins fans are, we're kind of all over the map, and what is your expectations for the Dolphins this year? And if you, if you, if your expectations are for them to go to the playoffs, you can probably feel pretty good, pretty confident. Um, I believe with, with this, you know, with the those three teams being the remainder of the, the, of the schedule. But for me, you know, I feel like once we traded for Tyreek Hill and we've traded away all our draft picks and it, to me, I, I think that opens up a window of where you are wanting to prove to the league that you are an upper, upper echelon team. And you are here to compete for um, for a Super Bowl. So, <clears throat> and as of right now, that makes me kind of nervous. Um, you know, uh, do do I think the Dolphins are going to or have the ability to make uh, make it to the playoffs? Yes. Um, this game, the the game against the Bills, proves to me that that. You know, I think they could beat anybody in the playoffs. They could beat the best of the best in the AFC. And um, so I still feel pretty confident. Um, One of the problems I actually uh, also tweeted right after the game said, "Okay, so if the Dolphins play like they did tonight, there's not a team that can beat them left on their schedule. I'm okay with eleven wins. um, and then I followed that up with the problem is if they play like they did the two previous games, any team that is left on their schedule can beat them. <laughs> I guess we'll just have to wait and see. and that's what that's what has me or makes me nervous right now. It's not the way they played in the bills game. That's kind of the bounce back. Uh, I mean, the real realistically on their. On their um, five-game winning streak, those were five weaker teams. Those were five teams that are not going to the playoffs. Those are five teams that are not as strong as the Buffalo Bills, San Francisco 49ers, or even the Los Angeles Chargers. So I wanted to see them get back to the way they were playing week two and week three when they beat the Buffalo Bills. And beat the Baltimore Ravens. I wanted to see that. I needed to see that to have faith that they could get to the playoffs and beat any team. And they did that. They showed me that. But, you know, um, coming off of this three-game losing streak, um, I met, I remember the first two games. I remember the, the West Coast slide. I remember um, how we played. In San Fran and in LA, and if we play like that, I'm sorry, but Green Bay is coming off of a win. Aaron Rodgers is talking about still making the playoffs, so uh, and it's Aaron freaking Rodgers. So um, if, if we, you know, I, I think it's pretty straight up. If we play like they played against Buffalo, we they'll kill Green Bay. If they play like they did on the West Coast there's, you know, there's a good chance they're going to lose that game. And then who knows about after that, you know, I mean, New England is coming off one of, of one of the craziest losses I've ever seen. (laughs) So stupid. Um, Yeah. Just crazy. Just crazy. Why would you not just go down and take it into overtime? It's nuts. I don't have any faith in the new England team, but they're going to be, you know, depending on what they do, in week 16, they're going to be um, possibly still thinking about the playoffs. And then who knows about the Jets? We'll have to wait and see. That game could not matter anything or that game could matter everything, you know, um, for the Dolphins and and for the Jets f- for that matter. So that's kind of what we got left. That's kind of where I'm at. That's why, you know, I, I feel better than I do. Did, but there's no moral victories. This was definitely a loss. This was a game that I feel like the Dolphins should have won. I feel like the Dolphins were the, was the better team in this game. Um, and if they play like this, I'm not, I, I, I still have, you know, I, I tweeted that the night of the game, right after the game. But if they play like they did against the Bills, they can not only make it to the playoffs, they can win a game in the playoffs they can um, advance even on the road. I mean, we were on the road. We you, you were in Buffalo. You are in bad weather. You are in, you know, cold weather. And then the snow didn't come to the end of the game. So if you play like that, I believe you can do, you can live up to at least my expectations as a fan. Um, but if you don't, uh, you know, and you play like you did, the first two games of this three game losing streak, then, you know, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know what would happen. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at gives me a, I feel a little bit better than I did, um, coming off the two previous games, but, uh, I think our rookie coach, um, needs to grow from this. He needs to get his shit together. Um, let's see what's going on with uh, Wilson and um, continue this strong running game. Um, I believe that is going to be the key. And I, I believe that's the key of why they played so well against the Bills. And they're going to need that. That's the kind of football you play in December, January. That's the, you know, that, that is the best um, type of play that we could give Tua is give him a strong running game and um, force that defense to be worried about the running game. And that, that helps the wide receivers that helps Tua that helps everybody. Um, And ultimately, ultimately it eats up the clock and helps the defense. So let's see, that's what I got um make sure like i said to um follow the NFL East podcast the mr, mr. M- the mr mcdolphin podcast is part of the NFL East podcast network make sure to follow the NFL East podcast you can follow it on podbeam you can catch it on spotify amazon music google music wherever you get your podcast And once again, like I said, I'm Mr. McDolphin. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter. And um, the podcasts are recorded live. NFL East podcast is recorded live on Tuesdays and Thursdays, 7 p.m. Eastern. You can catch those on YouTube. We normally link them to Twitter, but mainly the YouTube page. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. If you're on Facebook, Join our NFL East Facebook group and follow NFL East on Twitter at East NFL. All right, this is Mr. McDolphin podcast. I'll be back probably after the Christmas game um, and kind of give you some takeaways that I got from that game also. But until then, I'll be talking to you um, on Thursday. So NFL East podcast thursday night 7 p.m eastern youtube see you then